0: the Ukraine Logistics Coalition with Ben Gordon. How's it going, Ben?
1: Great, Joe. How you doing?
0: Very good. Very good. This is a somber topic, but uh, I'm, I'm glad to see that uh, the logistics community is coming together and doing something good for this problem that we all see every day on The Damn News. So <laughs> before we get into that, Ben, please introduce yourself and your company so we know who to reach out to after this podcast.
1: Sure. I'm Ben Gordon. I'm the managing partner of Cambridge Capital, private equity firm that invests in logistics. And I'm also the founder and chairman of the Ukraine Logistics Coalition, which is focused on saving as many lives as possible in Ukraine by using what we know about supply chain to get more vital supplies in as quickly as possible.
0: Yep. So we talked about, I don't know, three weeks, a month ago, about this. And you had, uh, it was really in the infancy and you were looking really for partners. And I know some came through and some couldn't come through. And why don't you update us where you're at? Where where were you at and where are you at now?
1: Sure. Well, a month ago, it was, it was an idea with a, a team of volunteers that, like me and like you, care about the, the situation, have empathy for the people of Ukraine who are under this senseless onslaught of war, from Russia and want to help. And now we've gone from an idea to execution. We've been able to, in the last month and change, raise or donate $2 million in cash, $22 million in medical supplies, and we've created uh, a network. Yeah, so making an impact, it's not enough, uh, but it's a good step. And we have a network of NGOs and government entities on the ground in Ukraine that are telling us what they need suppliers here in the us and worldwide that will donate food medicine medical supplies and more and finally transportation companies that will cover those loads and donate first middle and last mile transportation in order to get those goods into the people that need them as quickly as possible and so that in a nutshell is is what's happened in the last month yep so you said ngo what does that stand for so ngos are non-government organizations and so that basically is humanitarian organizations, the the IRC, the ICRC, JDC, Red Cross and others that are working to try to provide help and support for people on the ground.
0: Yep. And before we hit record today, you were talking about the idea of demand. And I think the NGOs are giving you that demand signals. So we're all used to supplying demand signals. But one of the challenges, one of the problems is we all see this horrible thing going on on our TV and people are donating stuff, and some some of those efforts are blunted because they aren't they aren't aligning the supply to the demands, and the demands are obviously urgent so um, talk a little bit about that what are they asking for and what you how, and what are you guys giving
1: yeah that's really important because a lot of people want to help I mean we're all human beings we see these horrible pictures of the the cruelty the suffering the attacks on hospitals and apartment buildings and schools and Naturally, we we all want to do what we can, but more than what we can is what they need. And so what they need right now, the the areas of biggest need, and I I hear this consistently from the partners that we work with on the ground in Ukraine, one is food, of course, in places like Mariupol that are under a brutal siege and where we may find that 20,000, 30,000 civilians or more have been murdered and many of whom are dying now of starvation, which is terrible. So getting food in, I don't know that we can do anything for the poor victims of Mariupol, but we sure as hell can get food into other cities that are under siege before it's too late. So that's one. Two is medicine. There are vital needs for medicine. There are shortages, all kinds, you know, ranging from basic things like acetaminophen to a whole host of more complex advanced medicines that that simply there's a shortage of of everything. And so think about in your own life, what medicines you depend upon and your friends and family and what they depend upon. And imagine that all the hospitals and pharmacies could no longer be relied upon to deliver. Think think about that across an entire country of, of 44 million people. And so shortages of medicine, and that's important. And then third, and maybe most important is medical supplies, first aid kits, tourniquets, needles, syringes. And so Those needs, plus, of course, the the need for military support, to say nothing of of the military equipment that that, that really is up to the the governments of the U.S., Europe, and and the rest of the world. There are other forms of equipment, too, like body armor, Kevlar vests, bulletproof vests, helmets. Sadly, in this war, where Russia is targeting civilians, civilians need that equipment, too. This isn't just about protecting armies. This is about protecting everybody. So so look, those are the things that we clearly and consistently hear from people on the ground with the biggest needs. So what we're doing, what what we can do, and frankly, what, what everybody who's listening to this podcast can do is look for sources of supply. So for example, we're talking with the major medical distributors and the Henry Shines and the Amerisource Bergens and the Cardinals and and others to, to donate those vital medical supplies, medical equipment. And certainly if you know people in those places or, or other medical suppliers, please ask them and please also coordinate, coordinate with us or, or with somebody else. But really what we're trying to do is be a hub and a connector for the groups on the ground, the medical suppliers and the transportation. We don't we don't care who gets the credit. We just want to make sure that the vital supplies get there. And, and so playing that that supply chain coordination role is something that we have, we have some experience with. And, and, and so I think that that is number one. And then number two is on the transportation side, it's great that there are companies like Seco that are donating their freight forwarding capabilities and Project Cure, which is in turn working with airlines and cargo providers for, for air capacity. We also now have a network of last mile carriers, trucking companies in Poland, throughout Eastern Europe, and of course, Ukraine that will actually do the delivery. One other thing that we've noticed is missing is there's really no automated system. And this surprised me because I expected that there would be something that could handle the whole process, but really there isn't. There are pieces, right? So for example, there are like little mini marketplaces that will match people with needs, with people with supplies, and parts of the last mile and parts of what a TMS should do. But there's nobody that's stringing it all together. So we are trying to work with technology partners in each of these areas to string that together, and then to fill in the gaps wherever necessary. Because in the end, we just want to have one quick, simple, easy system. So that groups on the ground can say, here's what I need. Suppliers can say, yes, I can donate that and transportation companies can say, yes, I can cover that. And that should be really simple. But of course, as as you know, in the world of supply chain, what what should be simple and what is uh, rarely the same. So so that's what we're trying to put together.
0: Well, you think about it. also these the the challenge, the challenges are so enormous here. I was watching the news a week ago and they were talking about what Poland has done. And they said these people left their jobs, left their work and were taking care of people in tents and bringing food from their houses and from their grocery stores and trying to figure out how to make this work. And they said, this is going to end at some point, not because they're not generous. They're wildly generous. It's just they're not set up for it. You know, you know imagine right now you having to walk out of your house and go help somebody for a month. Nobody plans for it. We all have our other responsibilities. So we're going to see changes in in how the, who supports it can't be, you can't expect individuals to say, I dropped my life for the next year. They still have their lives. So they're they, they unfortunately, fortunately for the Ukrainians that we have these great countries around them that are helping, but they are completely overwhelmed. I mean, what is it? Five, six million people have left the Ukraine at this point? Yes. And they all want to stay close to the Ukraine. They don't want to, some are coming to the US and Canada, but I understand they want to stay close to the Ukraine because they want to go home.
1: Yeah, no exactly. Look, more than 10 million people have been displaced from their homes. Some of them have left the country, some of them have been displaced but have gone elsewhere in Ukraine, typically to the west. But you think about it, I mean, so so that's a quarter of the country. Something a, a staggering number. I believe the majority of all children in Ukraine no longer live in their homes with their families because a lot of first of all a lot of orphans, second of all a lot of children, you know, women and children that, that have left. Yeah. And third of all, particularly tragically, I understand that over a hundred thousand children have been forcibly separated and relocated to Russia, where Russia will apparently intend to simply give these children as as adoptions to Russians, where they'll be raised as Russians and their Ukrainian family and identity will be wiped out. It's absolutely barbaric to watch this.
0: So, can you mention some names who who have been uh, part of this? I know you mentioned Seco, but can you mention some other names? Not because we're trying to give them all credit, but I think we want to know the kind of companies that are willing to to jump in and help.
1: Yeah, no, they deserve it's The kind credit. of people
0: I want to work with.
1: <laughs> I want to I want to you know uh, acknowledge and thank them. We're working with with WiseTech, which has terrific technology for for global freight forwarding, and and we'll be a partner in in what we're creating the for for that and and supply chain. In Ukraine, there's a company called Liki Twenty Four, which is delivery of pharmaceuticals, and so a partner for last mile. They're great. I got to know them because how do you spell that? L i k i two four, and their lead investor. Which is a group called Flyer One, is a co-investor with me in a company that, that you know, Green Screens. You've interviewed Don salvucci Favrier before. It Came up in my last podcast, actually, because I was talking to uh, Mark Held. There you go. Fantastic. So we, we brought in Flyer One as a partner and co-investor in green screens and got to know them and through them got to know Wiki24 and what they're doing. And so so that's that's terrific. If you go to logisticscoalition.org which is in process, you'll see that we are, and will be listing and expanding the list of partners over, over the course yep. of the coming week. But Project 44 has, has said that they will help. Good 36, good, excuse me, Good 360 is helping. And there are kind of a, a host of others in formation. Seco, we talked about before. Road one for first mile. And then a variety of, of European trucking companies for last mile.
0: Yep. So what, what we'll do is I'll put a link to the website. And I know it's a work in progress. All this is. Again, you guys started this a standing start week or two after the war started, right? Yes. So we're at 55 days, I think. So you guys are still in your infancy here. And God bless you for doing it. So one more time, what can my listeners do to
1: help? So I think there are probably three major things. One is, if you are at a transportation or logistics company, reach out, email us, email me directly. You can find me on on, uh, on LinkedIn, you know, Benjamin Gordon, Cambridge Capital.
0: I'll put your link to your LinkedIn profile and link to your website, both Cambridge Capital and Logistics Coalition, Org, in the show notes.
1: Perfect. Thank you. And And so reach out to me. And if you have the ability to donate, transportation capabilities you know whether that's trucking or freight forwarding or warehousing you know clearly the air is the most expensive part so if you work at an airline or an air cargo company or you work with airlines or air cargo companies getting their help your help for donation of freight is super valuable there's also the first mile to get to airports then there's the last mile which is let's say that this is the most common scenario, you fly goods to Warsaw, then there's the trucking needed to get from Warsaw to the border of Ukraine or, or into Ukraine. So if you can donate transportation anywhere in that process, you know whether it's US or Europe, the air component or, or, or last mile in Europe, you know, great, that's number one. Number two is, if you work at or with companies in the medical or pharmaceutical world, reach out to us because donations of medical and pharmaceutical supplies are desperately needed and life saving. And the same with food, particularly processed foods that could be easily shipped. And the third is if you work at a technology company and supply chain, there are so many, donate donate technology to help create the the solution so that we're able to create this this end-to-end capability. And those are three tangible things that, that anybody can do. Fourth of course is money. You can donate money, you can donate to groups on the ground. We we are getting a 501c3 so that we can receive those funds or we can simply recommend to other groups. Again, we don't care about the credit. We just want to make sure that money gets to the people that need the resources on the ground. And then the last is spread the word, encourage others to help as well.
0: Yep. Well, I appreciate that, Ben. And so its I'll hit them real quick here. Just one more time, guys. If you work for a transportation company, that first mile, the last mile, especially air, that's the expensive piece. We need help. Donate services. If you know companies you're working with, you maybe you're shipping for a medical company, a pharma company, food company, especially something that'll last until it gets to Europe. Donation would be great. Technology companies, we, we need your tech. We need your support. Money, of course. And then last but not least, please share this. You know, again, I don't say it often about my podcast, but this is one of the podcasts I really, or the video. Please share this on LinkedIn or Facebook or wherever you ran across it. Please share because because... Um, this, the need's so urgent. And again, I think this is one of the few things that you, we, we can do as uh, individuals to actually feel like we're not just almost complicit in this. When you watch it on TV and do nothing, it feels like, why aren't I doing something? And I've heard people say, uh, former mil- military guys say, the hell with it, I'm joining. And there's people from all over the world who are doing that. God bless them, but I'm not doing that. I can at least give a few bucks or donate
1: some services. Exactly. Thank you, Joe. Totally agree. Anyway, final thoughts, Ben, before we wrap this bad boy up? Well, I think I want to build on something that you just said. You know, I think I think it was Dante who said the deepest pits of hell are reserved for those who maintain neutrality in times of great moral crisis. And this is one of those times. So now's the time to stand up and be counted and and do what we all can and, and not to revert to the. The, the the mode that unfortunately is is uh, so easy, which is inertia, which is to be a passive consumer of information instead of an active participant in getting in the arena and, and doing what we all can to help. And so, we're, I'm not I'm not uh, on the battlefield. I'm I'm not you know wielding weapons and and I'm not I'm not actively protecting the people of Ukraine with with sword and shield, but collectively we could be doing something tremendous by helping make sure that we get these vital supplies to the people that need them and so i would just i would i would urge your listeners to do whatever you can to help every everything matters and now is the time to stand up and be counted well thank you so much ben thank you so much for taking the lead on this and thank you so much for the update
0: i know you're a busy man and i, I know you've got a very successful business and a lot of investments and um you know if you can find the time to say I'm going to make a little time for the Ukraine and spend some money on the Ukraine. The rest of us can do the same. So thank you so much. Thank you, Joe. Yep. And thank all of you for listening to my podcast. Sports very much appreciated until next time onward and upward.